Okay, find the deal. Make sure your deal is actually, you know, a deal. Being able to present it in an intelligent way, having comps, having all of your, um, all the repair estimates in place, uh, kind of understanding, you know, the costs that are associated uh, with that deal up front. Because the lender is going to look at it and say, hey, you have no experience and, you know, these numbers are all off. I'm not interested in, uh, you have a lot of learning to do. Uh, and while you're doing that, if you're brand new and you have no experience at all, um, really networking and finding people that, that do have experience that if you do have to borrow their experience, you can, uh, cause you can go through, you know, the funding portal that maybe I'll have some links for in somewhere yeah. here that, that we have. Um, but experience is always going to be, is always going to be really important. So try to find someone, you know, a partner to come on board with you to help with experience. You can do it without experience, but you're going to get a way better rate and you're going to have more people competing for your funding if you have done it in the, uh, in the past. Perfect. Hey everyone, Jamel Gibbs here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another podcast episode. And today we have another special guest who, you know, I have to say, uh, Ross has been a, a friend of mine. I, I think I've known Ross since uh, 2013 is when I first met him in, a, in an event that we went to in Tampa. Uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, in fact, you guys know Zach. Uh, I had Zach on as a guest. But um, Zach and, and DC Fawcett had an event and that's where I met Ross. And when I first met him, Ross drove down from North Carolina, which is where I'm located. He's about an hour and a half, two hours away from me. And, um, you know, I thought he was just a great guy and, and wanted to see what he's doing. And I have to say, Ross is operating a business right now that is kind of like the apple of real estate. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anybody who's more technologically advanced as Ross in our space. And I really think that um, you're going to benefit from this call. But we're not going to talk about technology today. We're going to uh, talk about something that's really important for real estate investors to have access to, which is funding. And I don't know anybody who has more data on funding than this guy right here on the call. Man, I'm so pumped to be here. And uh, I forgot you lived in North Carolina. That's great. Yeah, man. I'm actually going to see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, Ross and I are part of a mastermind together. And, um, and in fact, he actually, he was uh, one of the founders of the uh, mastermind and invited me in. So it's a, it's a pleasure to be a part of that, man. Looking forward to uh, the meat and potatoes of it. But yeah. uh, why don't you tell everybody a little, a little bit about yourself and, um, you know, how you got started in real estate? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, quick story. I used to uh, think I was going to be a BMX stunt rider, right? I had a, I competed semi-professionally in BMX all around the, uh, all around the country. I had a Volkswagen van. I had a BMX clothing company. Wow. Um, I went to all the contests and, you know, believe it or not, I actually broke my leg. You know, your mom tells you, oh, you're going to, you're going to break your leg. You can't do this as a living. I'm like, I'm invincible. I could hit jumps and do flips and spins and all this crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, actually I did have one of those, uh, one of those falls. I twisted my ankle so far, it broke my leg. When I picked my leg up, I could feel the weight of my foot on my skin. <laughs> so one of those, uh, one of those type of injuries that takes a very long time to heal. Um, I was at a pivotal point in my real estate, in my, uh, BMX career then, and, uh, just kind of lost a lot of momentum. As a matter of fact, that's actually where I learned a lot about, uh, mentors because, 
a guy by the name of Dave Mira, who's the Michael Jordan of BMX, moved to my little town in Wilmington, and I got to ride with him every day. He opened up a skate park. I helped him build it. I worked there. I hung out with him every day. So I got good very quickly because I was hanging out with the best in the world. And he would, people. He'd, he'd hit jumps and he'd say, I'm going to put my uh, tire on the ceiling. And he'd, he, there were tire prints on the ceiling that he would put there. And he just made the impossible possible. And I got really good really fast. And then I broke my leg and had to figure out something else. So wow. I could transition into my real estate uh, story now if you'd like. I don't know if you have any questions about that. Yeah, man. No, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty crazy. So you broke your leg. And, um, you know, obviously that was something that you were looking forward to doing. So what, how did you get started in the real estate business? Yeah. So, you know, I broke my leg and, uh, that train had kind of left the building. I knew I wasn't going to be a professional BMX rider. And so, but I went, anything I do, I go all in. Right. So I didn't really have any other options and, uh, real estate investing is the best option for people who don't have options. Right. Yeah. So I went to Barnes and Noble because the internet wasn't really what it was today. There were no now, podcasts now, like this. Now, how old were you when you went to Barnes and Nobles? Let's talk. Um, I was uh, 18. Okay, got it. Broke my leg at like 16, 17 um, and said, hey, I'm going to figure out how to make a lot of money. And I went to Barnes and Noble. I picked up a book called uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Man, right? everybody started with that, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a real uh, door opener. And then um, I got my mind set right by reading uh, Think and Grow Rich. So I had my mind, uh, you know, set at a young, at a young age. And uh, I got people calling me right now. And what happened is after, after reading those two books, um, I just figured I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into real estate. Just like I would pedal and hit a ramp. I'm like, real estate is where more millionaires are made. I'm not the smartest person, but I'll play the odds, right? So I got into real estate and just like in BMX, I found the best people I could to surround myself with. And uh, it was right during the, like, the upswing of the market. And I accidentally made uh, you know, many millions of dollars, not accidentally, but I was able to make a lot of, a lot of money in a very uh, a short period of time through real estate investing and wound up rolling that money into technology and stuff we'll talk about later. But basically, uh, I turned a bad situation into the best thing that ever happened to me. Awesome, man. So what year did you start investing in real estate? Um, I would, I think it's 2004, 2005. Um, I just remember like I closed on my first house, like the day before I turned 19. Nice. So, nice. Um, 19 years old, buying your first, your first house, man. A lot of 19 year olds aren't even thinking about real estate at that time, man. I didn't start thinking about real estate till I was 21, but, um, it was just oh, like, such a big that. difference, 19 to 20. <laughs> you just needed some money to go out and have a few drinks, man. That's, That's what, what I- was, man. <laughs> But um, so, so now, nowadays, you're, you're obviously in the technology business. You're still doing, you're providing great services for, for real estate investors. Um, let's talk about some of these, this funding stuff a little bit. So, you know, recently, I know, I know that um, you've, you've gotten into funding and mm-hmm. You know, why don't, why don't we talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So basically, um, after, after getting into real estate, I realized the more people I was connected with, the more money I was able to make. So I launched a site called uh, connectedinvestors.com, a social network for real estate investors. We got about a million members now that, that use it to connect with each other and resources. And because um, I was the CEO of this, this social network, I got to see what everyone was talking about. And everyone was always saying, I need funding, I need funding, I need funding. And to get private non-bank funding, uh, you know, four or five years ago and beyond that, it was very challenging. You had to like know someone who knew someone. 
You had to beg people to give you money. Um, there was no way to shop for funding. And right around that time, every now and then I like to just completely shake up my life. And I was actually uh, out, out with some buddies having a drink at a, uh, at a bar on the beach and we saw some people uh, running by and someone said, hey, I think I'm thinking about doing a uh, triathlon. Uh, you wanna do one with me? I said, sure, I'll do one with you. One of those things you say. Huh? Yeah, one of those things you say. So I did a short triathlon. Um, I had to learn how to swim. And when I got done with that triathlon, uh, I decided I was going to do an Ironman, right? I go from a sprint triathlon to an Ironman, which is, you know, if you're lucky, you're done in 12 hours, but it's, uh, you know, two and a half mile swim over a hundred mile bike and a full marathon all at the same time. But uh, the reason I bring that up is because while I was training for that and I shook up my life, I did something I'd never done before. Right. I met the CEO of a little company called Lending Tree. You ever heard of that company? I have. Yeah. And uh, me and this guy became, became buddies. We, uh, you know, bonded through the pain of, you know, doing an Ironman, which is, there's no reason to do it other than to do it. Right. And we were talking about real estate and he said, you know what? Real estate investing reminds me of uh, the hard and private money space today reminds me of the uh, primary space back in 94, 95 when we launched uh, lending tree. So he became a mentor of mine. So he was my new like Dave Mira, if that makes any sense, in yep. the funding space and helped me articulate a, um, a platform that allowed real estate investors to shop for funding, right? This way uh, they can press a few buttons and get matched with a non-bank private, uh, private or hard money lender. So a uh, handful of years ago, we launched that. And Jamel, we, we now do $5 billion a month in funding requests for, um, for real estate investors. So we're, we're moving billions of dollars now because people like the ability to kind of shop for funding. Yeah, I remember when you first started that, man, I actually white labeled it myself. And, um, you know, uh, if you guys want to check out, we're going to talk about that later on, uh, on how you can get started with the funding, but definitely a game changer. L literally, you provide the lending tree of real estate investing. And you yep. hooked up with the, with the actual guy who put lending tree together in order to make all of this happen. And, and it would have been really challenging to do without, without him because he, he taught me all sorts of things and told me what softwares to use and what, what not to do. So he, he accelerated my, uh, my learning curve quite a bit. So how, how hard is it to get funding um, in today's market for real estate investors? It will never, I couldn't imagine it ever being easier. Um, because you know, high level, really what happened is after the crash, banks, they got really uh, strict on who they would lend to and they just basically hate real estate investors, right? Yep. They, they can't move fast enough, they just don't speak your language. So the private and hard money, Wall Street, couldn't get money into investment real estate through traditional routes. So there's like a parallel banking industry of hard and private money lenders that has more money than they could possibly deploy. They are so motivated to get money into your hands uh, that they pay us tons of money. What we do is free for you because they pay us for access to you. Right. They pay us tons of money just to have the opportunity to maybe give you money. So money is not an excuse right now. We can talk about some of the reasons that people uh, don't get funding, uh, and I, I'll break down some of those barriers, well, why don't, why don't but it will never be easier. That? Why don't we talk about some of that? Yeah. So um, it's like the chicken before the egg, right? Because... Uh, because we work with all these lenders uh, directly, we know exactly what they're looking for. What a lender wants ultimately is someone with experience, right? Because that really mitigates their, uh, their risk. Uh, money down is, 
you know, somewhat important. They want to make sure you have some skin in the game. Credit doesn't matter. It's really just a, um, a pricing thing that they'll use. If your credit is really bad, you can still get the money, but they're just going to charge you a little more because they, you know, they can. Right. Right. Um, but experience is really the most, the most important thing. So, um, if the question is how does so someone are, with no experience, so are these asset-based lenders or are they basing it off of personal credit? Um, like what's the situation there? Great, great question. Thanks for, uh, thanks for that. So yeah, they're asset-based lenders, which means their, their risk profile is based off the assets that they are securing their money against. So your credit doesn't really matter. It's the, if you have a good deal, that's all they care about. Because if, if you default and they get the property back, you know, they're fine with that because they know they can sell it, get their money back and move forward in, in today's market. Right. So you're, basically what you're doing is, uh, I don't want to call it syndicating, but you're, you're, you're putting hard money lenders and private money lenders in front of investors that need capital. Is that about right? And they know they're competing. Yeah. So they just, they don't BS you. They give you their best rate because they know that there's, you know, four or five other people that are interested in, in being your capital partner. They have more money than they can possibly deploy. So it's really never been easier to get funding for real estate and just, you know. That's powerful, man, because, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes, you know, I, I know when I first moved to North Carolina, I was paying upwards of five points for hard money. And, you know, once I had a couple of other lenders under my belt, you know, I literally got, got it down to like half. So, and for those of you who don't know what points are, basically it's a percentage of, the loan amount that you're going to uh, borrow. So uh, in this case, let's just say you, you borrow a hundred thousand bucks and you have to pay out three points. Um, you're going to pay $3,000, 3% of the loan amount. But um, with these lenders, so basically the, the beautiful part about what Ross is talking about is you can literally have lenders fighting against each other to give you a better rate. I mean, where yeah. else can you, where else can you go and get that type of, uh, I mean, you can't find that anywhere and Ross created it. Yeah. It was, it was nice to have a blueprint that already worked in the, uh, you know, non investment marketplace and mm -hmm. just be able to move it to the investor side. But it was very, very challenging to get these hundreds and hundreds of lenders to sign up to, uh, you know, to this network, but they have more money than they know what to do with. So money right now is very, very easy to, uh, very easy to get, um, you want me to touch on how to get money if you don't have experience? Yeah, so that's what I was going to ask you. So let's say that someone doesn't have the experience. Let's say that, you know, um, they don't have great credit or anything like that, and they're looking to get started. Um, they don't have a lot of capital, but they, they do have a little bit to, to put down on, let's say, a rehab. Or uh, I'm not sure if you do buy and hold at the, at the moment. Oh, yeah. But, oh, you do. So perfect. Yeah. So Yeah, you know, just... If you don't have experience, um, a lot of lenders will look at a wholesale track record, right? So you can wholesale houses without ever having to use, use money. And they like to see that that helps, right? If you show you bought and sold these properties, it shows that you can complete what you started, which is important. You can buy an asset at a good price that someone right. else will pay, uh, pay higher. But the number one most important thing is to, um, you know, you can borrow other people's money, OPM, right? And that's what you're doing here. But there's also OPE, other people's experience. As a new investor, bringing on an investor with experience that can, that can help you, that can be a partner um, 
and isn't even necessarily secured by by the note all the time, but just to have that partner is is so important. And there's no shortage of people that would love to have an upside, have you do all the work and be able to share in the backside, but you're going to have to borrow experience in one way or another. So it's, uh, it's the fastest way to kind of accelerate the, um, you know, the timeline there. And let's just say, uh, well, now does the partner need to go on the loan with, with the, uh, the investor that's borrowing the capital? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes, but the, the, the lender just wants to make sure there's someone with a financial interest who has done this, who has done this before. Got it. Right. Because they're most concerned about the asset. And this is because there are hundreds of lenders. Um, some lenders, they might need the partner to, to be on the, on the note. Mm-hmm. Another lender might not be, need the partner to be on the note. But let me tell you this. If someone comes to me because I have experience and they're like, hey, Ross, um, we're going to get this loan. You just need to sign here. It's non-recourse debt. They just... You know, they just need you to sign this and I'm going to give you a percentage of the profit. If I say no to that, your deal probably sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. if, you a, if you have a good deal, I'm going to be begging you, begging you to do that. But it's, Let's um, do this together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, we'll do this together. And then after you get like one under one or two under your belt, I mean, experience is literally only a few deals. Yeah. Um, but it does help to have, uh, you know, to have experience, to, you know, to have a partner and uh, go at it together. Now you mentioned the word non-recourse. What does that mean for those of you who, for, for, for those of us who are brand new, uh, looking to get started in real estate and don't really understand the terminology yet? Yeah, non-recourse is is fantastic uh, you know, terminology to have in your loans because it basically means they can't, they're not going to come after your personal credit. Yeah. Um, a lot of these lenders, they they're not going to lend to Ross Hamilton. They're going to lend to, you know, my LLC anyway. Right. Right. So they don't want to lend to someone personally. So it's non-recourse. They just want to make sure that someone, someone that's done it before is, is paying attention. One of the lenders I, I've been using over the years, you know, just a couple of years ago, uh, started having a sign. They basically, we had to start guaranteeing the notes um, as the market starts to shift. They're securing themselves. So is it really a non-recourse loan at that point? I don't think so. You know, um, but that's, an, that's another story for another day. So let's just say that, you know. So- well, now at the, same, at the same point, if you had a handful of lenders and you're like, I'm sorry, ABC lenders offer me a point more, but isn't having me sign this, I'm going to go, uh, I'm gonna go yeah. with him. Yeah. Um, you know, pe- people will squeeze you as, as hard as you can. And that's why the private hard money lending space was filled with really high loan sharks, right? Oh, man. And also fraud, yep. right? The biggest problem that the real lenders had was competing against fake scam artists that were out there. Yep. So we verify all of our lenders and, and Jamel, we've, we've had bank accounts frozen of people that try to join our network that, that we report to the agencies um, that are running like scams. So it's uh, be careful if anyone ever says, Oh, I'll give you the money. Just wire me some, wire me yep. 10 grand yep. run. You see it on Facebook all the time. These guys are out here trying to, you know, if someone asks you to put up some money before you even have a deal, um, and they said that they're gonna get they're gonna give you the money for the loan. Run, you know I've seen it happen, you know multiple times to multiple investors. The and, big thing uh, is the, uh, the the down payment money. Just yeah. make sure it's what people will wire down payment money direct to a lender. That's supposed to go to an attorney. Exactly, an attorney that you choose. Um, now, if a lender might there there are some lenders that might charge some fees up front. Yeah, that's a fine. Fee, a fee is that's, different. Right, that's done at the closing table as well. 
typically that's usually, I mean, it could be done at the closing table, but uh, you know, with, it depends on the lender that you're working with. But for the most part, you know, I've found that, you know, all of the fees and everything, the points and everything is paid up front. Um, sometimes you have to pay like appraisals and stuff like that beforehand. Just, but I'm sorry. Just Google, you... Google the lender, right? If they, if, if they don't have a track record, like run away, you don't want to be. Now, if it's a private investor, someone you meet and you know, and you meet them at a you know, family event and they want to give you money, great. You're going to set the terms. Yeah. But exactly. if someone's soliciting you, be, be careful. That's right, man. So let's just uh, talk about, a, let's just say we wanted to give our listeners a three-step process on getting funding. Um, number one, let's just say that they, you know, we spoke about not having the greatest credit and stuff like that. But let's just say that the average person listening to this podcast is brand new. Mm -hmm. They don't know what to do. Um, and they're looking to get yeah. funding for fix and flip or even buy and hold. What are the three steps that they should take? Yeah, well, the, the first thing is to understand that you don't need to have the funding lined up first. People uh, will say, well, I need the money before I can get the deal. If, if, you, if you have a good deal, the money, the money will follow. So yeah. step one is to just focus on finding, um, you know, finding, finding deals. That is the, uh, that is the, that is the chicken, right? That, yep. that's, what's, that's what's coming first 99% of the time. Um, after that, you just need to be able to present your deal in an intelligent way, right? Make sure you, okay, find the deal. Make sure your deal is actually, you know, a deal. Being able to present it in an intelligent way, having comps, having all of your, um, all the repair estimates in place, uh, kind of understanding, you know, the costs that are associated uh, with that deal up front. Because the lender is going to look at it and say, hey, you have no experience and, you know, these numbers are all off. I'm not interested in, uh, you have a lot of learning to do. Uh, and while you're doing that, if you're brand new and you have no experience at all, um, really networking and finding people that, that do have experience, that if you do have to borrow their experience, you can, because uh, you can go through you know, the funding portal that maybe I'll have some links for in somewhere yeah. here that, that we have, um, but experience is always going to be really important. So try to find someone, you know, a partner to come on board with you to help with experience. You can do it without experience, but you're going to get a way better rate and you're going to have more people competing for your funding if you have done it in the, uh, in the past. So find the deals first, make sure it's a deal, then worry about the funding last. Really, like Ross said, if, if it's really a deal, you're going to have people fighting to fund the deal for you. And or that, you can quick, or and if you can't get the money and it's really a deal, you can flip it in like two yes, seconds. Wholesale it, you know. Yeah. And that's another way to make some money to build your, build your reputation up a little bit and, and really gain some experience through that as well. And I, I have this gift here because I we just we just rattle off like three steps, but actually because we do five billion dollars a month in funding, uh, someone came and paid me a lot of money. This isn't a self-published book uh, to write the full guide on funding real estate investing. And I'll just, uh, I'll just give you a link that people can click on and just get the PDF. I don't need your email address. You don't have to opt in. It's not, I'm not trying to charge you shipping or anything. I'll just give you this, this book to go, to go through it. And this will really take you through the ins and outs. Every single thing Perfect, um, you, would, you would ever need would be, uh, would be right here. You don't have to go to Barnes & Noble and pick it up. I'll tell you, it was a dream of mine though, to tie this all the way back to the beginning. When I uh, first found real estate, I found it at Barnes and Noble, and I always dreamed that I would have a book in Barnes and Noble. And now uh, this book can be found in a lot of the Barnes and Nobles wow. um, around the uh, the United States. So full circle, oh, circle of wealth there. Full circle, big time, man. I love yeah. that story. So listen, guys, 
you know, if, if, if you're listening to this on the, uh, on, let's say a podcast platform, make sure you go to YouTube, check out the, uh, the thumbnail with Ross and I on it. And um, in the description of that video, I'm going to provide the link for that book. Um, it's a PDF. You can download it. You don't have to opt in. You don't have to, don't have to give anything up. Ross is going to give that to you. And in addition to that, there's going to be some other links on how you can get started getting funding, uh, funding uh, through Ross as well. Again, he literally has the lending tree of real estate investing today. Incredible platform. Definitely use it if you want hard money, if you want uh, money for fix and flip, if you want money for buy and hold. This is the funding platform. This is the future of funding right now. And I appreciate you jumping on with us today, Ross. So yeah. let me ask you a quick question, man. Um, obviously, I know this is a, a relatively quick call. And we're going we're gonna to do another one when we're in uh, Wilmington next month. I'm, I'm going to uh, probably do one live with you in your office. But um, let me ask you a question. If you had to give some final advice for our uh, newer listeners as well as our veteran listeners uh, to uh, get started in real estate and uh, to get funding or to be successful in real estate, what would that, that advice be? Because you, ha you had a great story about the BMX uh, company that you started. And, you know, obviously that didn't work out because of the broken leg, but you, you found something else to do and it came full circle anyway. So what would you tell our listeners uh, to encourage them to keep pushing on in their real estate business? Yeah, well, first and foremost, make sure to, you know, subscribe to this YouTube video here and pay attention to everything that, you know, that we're sharing here with you because you have to, you have to live it right. Like every, every day, like just listen to that podcast, listen to the next YouTube video um, is, is, is one side of it. Right. The other side is gosh, Nike sure has a really good slogan. <laughs> um, you just, you just have to do it because the best time to invest in real estate is always, you know, Yesterday, the second best time is always, is always today. If you're sitting there and you're just constantly like reading and watching things, you're wasting your time unless you're applying the knowledge. Like go out there, apply the knowledge, go to some meetings, shake some hands, tell everyone that you're a real estate investor even before you, even before you are. You just have to get in because real estate investing is very, like every little task you have to do is easy. We talked about, you know, Going really to a meeting. Is. That's just getting in your car and driving there. And what, it's, it's all easy. You don't have to be so overwhelmed on this, on um, all of the things to do. Just every day, just take a few steps forward and just know that you're, you're in the right spot if you're in real estate right now. You know, you're, you're on this call for a reason. You opened up Jamel's emails. You, you're following his advice. There's a lot of things happen to get you here. And just knowledge without application, I mean, is just the worst, the worst thing in the world. Absolutely, you know, man. Uh, so I mean, take it. I know it's so it's so broad, man. But just you gotta you gotta get in the game. You know, or you're, it sounds it sounds a little cliche, but you really have to take action. I mean, that's basically what it all boils down to. And I love that, man. So you know, guys, it's been a real pleasure, Ross. Thanks thanks for for coming on with us today. Looking forward to hanging out. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you in Wilmington, and I'm also looking forward to doing another one when we're live in person. And uh, just kind of elaborating on some of the things that we talked about today. Also, if you don't know, Ross has one of the largest platforms there are uh, for real estate investors to, to share deals. If you're looking for deals, go to connectedinvestors.com. Great platform. Uh, it's, almost the like, app. 
And I'm going to tell you this, it's almost like Facebook for real estate investors. So, I mean, yeah. I, like I told you, man, it's, it's, this guy is like the technology real estate king around these woods. And uh, you definitely want to uh, be a part of what he's doing because technology is taking over. And if you're not on board, you're going to get left behind. So um, definitely check out the links that's going to be in the description of this video. And um, Ross, we appreciate you, man, for, for jumping on board with us. Looking forward to seeing you in a few weeks. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Check out my website at reieducationacademy.com. To make it easy, you can just simply go to jamelgibbs.com or check out my YouTube page at youtube.com forward slash jamelgibbs. I'm all over the web, whether it be on Facebook slash the Jamel Gibbs or on Instagram at Jamel Gibbs. I'm on LinkedIn as well. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Snapchat. Check out all of these platforms for daily content, weekly content, more content from Jamel Gibbs. But if you want to get more in depth, go to reieducationacademy.com. And that's how you can find out more about my training material and how you can get started investing in real estate today. Talk to you later.